This is Encounters, a dialogue that brings you multifaceted life stories you don't want to miss. For volunteerism, I think what's important is that you keep a mind that you are always ready to offer help. So this will help you identify opportunities in your life. So not only、uh, in terms of that you need to spend a day, a whole day, to deliver volunteer services, but you could also make use of your spare times or little times during your work, and also you could make use of that time to help other people. It's really a small thing. Before this experience with Yun, I always consider that volunteerism is just provide direct services to people that you offer a helping hand when they need. But I did not think much about that I could contribute my professional knowledge. The trust between people can be a problem, actually. But I do think、uh, this is not a big problem, and I think this can be sort of improved by ourselves. That、uh, you should、uh, always be positive in terms of offering a helping hand to others, even this is a stranger to you, and this will、uh, influence step by step, and they will create a big influence in the future. That、uh, many people are willing to act as you, as a volunteer to help others. I think it's 100% because I really love to share my experience, and also I really like to motivate those younger minds. <laughs> and I think this really precious experience that not everybody get the chance to know. So I'm eager to let more Chinese young people to get to know my experience, and maybe if they are interested, I could just motivate them. Hello and welcome. I'm Manling in Beijing. Our guest today is Guo Jiawenzhang, UN volunteer and researcher for the 2018 State of the World's Volunteerism Report. According to Wenzhang, China has actually always been there in terms of the spirit of volunteerism. He says Chinese volunteerism can be traced back to the time of Confucius, more than 2,000 years ago, when the ancient Chinese philosopher promoted the spirit of ren to people. Translated into English as kindness and benevolence, the spirit of ren is still the most highly respected virtue for the Chinese. Most Chinese people also know the story of Lei Fan, the young soldier who died in a tragic accident in 1962 at the age of just 22. In the years that followed, his name became synonymous with Chinese volunteerism in memory of. The tireless efforts he always made to help other people. His spirit, a model of virtue, still strikes a chord today. From the time of Confucius to Lei Feng and now, the spirit of benevolence, serving the public good, has evolved in accordance with changing ideological, cultural, and social values. In this episode, Wen Zhang talks about his understanding of the modern definition of volunteerism. And how the Chinese traditional spirit of volunteerism is evolving into a more international and professional one. Our talk starts with Leifeng's spirit and how this young soldier always helped others. Personally speaking, what do you think of this young man 
almost younger than your age、uh, when he died, right?、Uh -huh. What he did, Lei Feng,、uh, is another very good example of volunteerism. That、uh, Lei Feng is always willing to help others. And、uh, he was set、uh, as a model for Chinese people that、uh, you could、uh, learn from him. And、uh, I should say, what he has done is also in terms of delivering direct services. It's not really about professional. Again, you said his helping others is still direct. Yeah. And what is non-direct volunteerism in your mind? Uh, I would just take myself for example that I was a volunteer researcher for UNV. That、uh, I was not、uh, providing direct services to people, but I'm trying to documenting those good volunteerism cases and then present to others. Also, we have a group of、uh, UNV who are functioning as a maybe a project manager and also like、uh, other functional parts. That、uh, they all stand behind the scene, but they all contribute themselves as a volunteer. So, is it accurate for me to say that we are already on the journey from? Providing direct helping to others, to going to the non-direct and professional volunteerism in this country. Yeah, I think actually it's really from、uh, providing direct services to a combination of direct services and professional services. Because you always need those people who provide direct services, especially in the like a post-disaster scenario. That you really need some direct aid from people, and also you see the in our metro station and also bus station, you see a lot of people helping with the traffic control. So it's really we also need those. But、uh, I should say that more people should focus on contributing their professional knowledge. Probably、uh, when you said direct services can also be professional. So I am considering using a different word, systematic. Yeah, or organized, right?、Mm -hmm. So tell me, what's the advantages of direct volunteerism and、um, disadvantages of it, and then why we need to have a more professional, systematic volunteering sort of、um, service?、Yeah. Well, we have talked about the necessity of、uh, direct services. Yeah, every effort is a direct one, right? If it's an earthquake,、mm -hmm. if a traffic accident, if somebody is having difficulty, a baby locked in the high building,、mm -hmm. so you go, and that is called direct volunteer services, and definitely we cannot do without. But what is the disadvantage of having only direct volunteerism services? Well, often times that、uh, you are willing to provide direct services, you also need some.、Uh, well, I should say from a third-party perspective that、uh, those people need some guidance and professional guidance or knowledge that、uh, they could do in a systematic way, rather than just in a chaos that、uh, I do this and you do that. You really need to get organized, and、uh, maybe just the volunteers who are responsible for organizing these will provide more insights for us. Are you aware of what happened to volunteers?、Uh, you know, volunteers willingly going to Wenchuan earthquake. Can you share this with us? Any lessons that we can learn? Because that time we see an outburst in the spirit of volunteerism. So many people wanted to go and actually went. And cars went there, vehicles went there. They actually blocked the roads, the emergency roads that we need、yeah. to have, and to transport emergency sort of goods into the area.、Mm -hmm. And then later, we witnessed a kind of after some sort of misuse or abuse of the whole thing, the enthusiasm of individual volunteers died out very quickly. Anything we need to learn from that 
Well,、uh, if we are positioned in the post-disaster circumstance, I think uh, that uh, in twenty o eight during the earthquake, that、uh, many people went there on themselves just、uh, with enthusiasm to contribute some efforts. But this really creates a big chaos.、Uh, you just mentioned. So this is really a lesson for Chinese people. So after that, the government and many people are aware of that. Uh, you should not just go there by yourself, and you should listen to the professional guidance and also the central organization to tell you that、uh, how you should act if you want to contribute and how you can contribute effectively, rather so, than just go there. So effectively is the word. We desperately need a system to make every volunteer act effective. Yeah. And do you think that we have such organization and we have this ability or capacity to build such a good system? Yeah, we do. From the central government, I know that we have a disaster management、uh, ministry on that, and also we have a lot of social organizations who may have some government background, like、uh, Hong Shizhui. Red Cross, Red Cross and Red Crescent. Yes, yes. and、uh, Volunteer Service Federation from China level and also to the municipality level. Also, we have social workers from a variety of social organizations. There are some sort of misconceptions about volunteerism here in China.、Mm-hmm. There are Chinese people who believe that if you volunteer to do something, you should not charge at all. Everything should be provided for free. Do you agree with this? No, I don't think so. Well, in terms of volunteerism, the UN has three pillars. We use this to define if this is a volunteerism. The first one should be voluntary, and the second one should be for public good, and the third one is that monetary payback is not your principal motivation. But still, it can be motivation, right? Yeah, yeah it's not the initial. That means there is still a cost to cover. Yeah, exactly. Well, I should be clear that volunteerism is not for free. That you can just make use of volunteers to do everything you want. That volunteers also contribute their efforts to the society, so they should receive some kind of yes. One another misconception among the Chinese people and Chinese community is that sometimes people mistake sympathy for volunteerism. For example, if some girl is. Critically ill, and a father. We have such an example、mm-hmm. on social media.、Yeah. A father actually、uh, wrote an article, published it, and、mm-hmm. then a lot of donations poured in.、Mm-hmm. And later, as people found out that this man still had a property, and had a job, had a car,、mm-hmm. and then anger just being bubbling up, and then they are protesting, they are asking donated money to be paid back to them. So it's like.、Um, Turned into a very ugly scene when the beginning of volunteerism or helping or charity is such a good thing. How do you take on that sort of、uh, phenomenon here in China? Well, the case you just mentioned, I think it belongs more to the charity section. I think people can regard this as a source of volunteerism. Actually, that、uh, in the past times, many people from Western countries they do kind of charity. But also within this time, they also try to kind of deliver some efforts and maybe some services to the poor. Well, this can be regarded as a, a region of volunteerism in the Western countries. Yeah, is charity part of volunteerism? 
that's a really tough question for me. But I do think they share some kind of similar characteristics that、uh, you do want、uh, to to help others. Yes, and also you really contribute some of your resources. Some maybe just money, but some maybe your time and efforts. Another thing, the last one, maybe I can just mention is that Chinese people tend to help only people you know. They are not very ready to help strangers.、Uh, What is your take on that? Well, I think、uh, the trust between people can be a problem actually in current China. But I do think、uh, this is not a big problem, and I think this can be sort of improved by ourselves. That、uh, you should、uh, always be positive in terms of offering a helping hand to others, even this is a stranger to you, and this will、uh, influence step by step, and they will create a big influence in the future. That、uh, many people are willing to act as you, as a volunteer to help others. So, do you think that a well-established volunteer organization will help? Build this trust. We do actually. We currently in China already have different levels of、uh, volunteer service federation. It belongs to the youth league community. Actually, the volunteers you see on the streets in the metro stations,、um, many of them are mobilized by this sort of organization. I do think this creates a big part of volunteerism spirit in China. I should say that the volunteer service federation they kind of started their work、uh, during the Beijing Olympics. It's kind of sort of another type of volunteerism that you serve for big events. big events, and、uh, after that they kind of make use a spirit and also the volunteer resources, and then try to contribute to the cities. So it not only serves the big events but also serves the overall management of cities. Is it also very important for volunteer organizations to do some branding or publicity? Well, I do think that people really need to know about volunteerism, and、uh, this kind of organizations can play a big role in that. I actually want to know that、uh, you are one of the post ninety youth to be heavily involved in volunteering.、Mm-hmm. Do we have many such young people here in China involved in doing such a thing? Yes, we do. During my university time, we have a lot of programs that we could、uh, be volunteers, like to offer some education services to migrant workers' children, and also we go to the senior care hospitals or communities to offering some help. Especially during the Olympic Games, I think many of the volunteers also from universities at a young age. So actually, this is major or mainly done by、uh, students on campus. I do think,、um, yeah, university students is a big source of volunteers these days. You have chances to work with foreign volunteers, right?、Mm-hmm. Have you observed any differences amongst Chinese volunteers and foreign volunteers? I think、uh, this brings back to our discussion about、uh, direct services and professional knowledge. That uh, uh, many foreign volunteers are very open-minded in terms of volunteerism. That、uh, they not only maybe provide direct services to their neighbors, to their friends, but also they are very willing to contribute their professional knowledge to the community. For me, that、uh, before this experience with Yun, I always consider that、uh, volunteerism is just provide direct services to people that to offer a helping hand when they need. But I did not think much about that. I could contribute my professional knowledge. So you learned from、yeah. them、mm-hmm. that it could be more than just the direct services. Yeah. You have been doing volunteering or jobs for、mm-hmm. two years and a half. Yes,、yeah, just like twenty months. 
twenty months, starting from the day one that you graduated from college, right? No, uh, no, uh, yeah, I spent several months in traveling. <laughs> uh, traveling is incurred. You need a life, right?、Yeah. But、uh, do you plan to continue? Yes, both、uh, formally and informally.、Uh, we just mentioned informal volunteers that you could、uh, done very、uh, freely. That、uh, maybe on the way back home you could just offer a helping hand. That's a direct one. Yes, <laughs> I also participated some sort of activities that could、uh, help、uh, young people get to know UN. That、uh, you really want to motivate them to participate in such issues. How long are you going to be committed to this mission? Is it possible that it's going to be interrupted with your personal lives? For example, you get married, you fall in love with a girl, and then you wanted to do something else. How much you are committing yourself to it? Well, I think it's one hundred percent because I really love to share my experience, and also I really like to motivate those younger minds. <laughs> and I think this really precious experience that not everybody get the chance to know. So I'm eager to let more Chinese young people to get to know my experience, and maybe if they are interested, I could just motivate them. Do you have a very strong persuasive power? I do actually. I did a lot of fieldwork research. Where I、uh, conduct interviews with a lot of people, and oftentimes I just try to convince people that I'm doing this, this, and could you tell me this, this? It's just like an art of talk. So maybe、uh, it's deeply rooted in my. Have you ever received any objection against what you are doing in your life? Well, I did receive some sort of that because people would not take very serious of volunteerism if you talk to them as a volunteer, because they think this is not your job; it's none of your business. Sort of attitude,、uh, like when I do、uh, when I did fieldwork research in communities, I told them I'm a volunteer.、So、I really want to know what happens in your community. Could you spend several minutes with me and、uh, try to tell me something about your community? Oftentimes they just say that no, I do not want to talk to you. And、uh, where are you from? And、uh, is this a fraud or something like that? Are there any objections from your family, your well, peers, friends? No, I don't think so. I was very lucky because my parents、uh, was very、uh, supportive in terms of、uh, my career choice, especially this one with the United Nations, and they think this is a valuable experience regardless of、uh, financial payback. But it's a platform that you could gain various experience, and this is a long-term benefits. We are talking about Chinese volunteerism, right? I think our people sometimes may not take this job as serious as it should be.、Mm -hmm. But how does the world judge us in volunteerism? Do they think that we are doing a good enough job? Yeah, actually, many people are very interested in what's happening in China in terms of volunteerism, but、uh, they do not get many opportunities to know that. That's the, maybe one of the problems that、uh, they know that we have a large community of volunteers in China. In terms of serving the Olympic Games, we are also having the Winter Olympic Games very soon. Also, that they know that we have large group of volunteers serving the cities and、uh, maybe other areas, but they do not have channels to get to know that. So that means that we are not transparent enough, right? Well, it's not a matter of transparency, but a way of communication that、uh, Chinese people may not have much willing to tell others. Oh, we are doing this. We are doing this. Yes, kind of culture. But what do you think, as a young volunteer? What do you think you can do to improve this? Well, from my perspective, my foreign friends are often very open-minded. 
So if you also keep an open mind and you try to communicate with them, they are very willing to learn something from you. And they really want to listen to what's happening in your country. And I think that many of my friends should also keep an open mind to the different cultures and then just tell others that we are doing this and we achieved a lot of in the past. Is volunteering your full-time job now? Um, no, I have uh, another job. Why? I just mentioned volunteerism cannot be a former job for your life. And uh, volunteerism also offer uh, actually a limited scope of your life. So I really want to keep broaden my view of the world. And I'm currently working for a consulting firm. And this will help me to gain more knowledge in the economy areas. And this is really precious for me because I'm not from an economic background. So you need to grow, further grow, in order to serve better sort of volunteer jobs, right? Yeah, exactly. And what is your plan for the next five years or 10 years? Well, I just enter a new field. I think I need some more time uh, to uh, learn in this field. So maybe in the five years, I would just focus on my area. But within part time, I will very much willing to volunteer in a variety of areas. But how do you arrange time? I mean, sometimes, you know, you don't have enough time for volunteerism. At the same time, you're going to do this consulting job. How do you juggle between different responsibilities? Yeah, it's not easy to balance these two things. Well, for volunteerism, I think what's important is that you keep a mind that you're always ready to offer help. So this will help you identify opportunities in your life. So not only uh, in terms of that you need to uh, spend a day, a whole day to deliver volunteer services, but you could also make use of your spare times or little times during your work. And also you could make use of that time to help other people. It's really a small thing. So it's not quantity, but it's quality. Yeah. And it's the commitment that counts. And what are the happy things that are worth mentioning and sharing in the past five years, like uh, something to be happy about and you feel proud of within the past five years? Well, I think uh, it's also concerned with my experience in UN that I mentioned that I was given a lot of opportunities in many fields like uh, project management, HR, apart from my main duties. And I think I was given a very good platform to perform my duties that my supervisors really trust me and uh, my uh, colleagues are really supportive that they are willing to see me contribute my a variety of uh, strength to their work. So you're all happy about your job like, because it makes you grow. But what about, you know, you know, all work, no play, make Tom a dull boy in life? What sort of things that make you happy? Well, I always recall those times when I work with my two research fellows in the field that uh, we spend a day uh, in the morning, we took a taxi to the rural community, and then we spend a day in the community, maybe sometimes interviewing with uh, people there, villagers there, but also we spend a lot of time uh, lying on the fields and then just uh, wandering around the villages and uh, enjoying the sceneries. I think this is a really different view because you are so uh, centered in this Beijing city and you feel a lot of nervousness and anxiety. But uh, if you enter the rural area and spend a day there, it's a really kind of relaxing way of life. Touring the countryside (laughs) is one of the most enjoyable things, right? (laughs) What sort of changes have you witnessed during the past few years? For example, as a volunteer, the post-90 young man, and changes that happen in the city, in the surroundings, in your friends, in life everything in people and um, even in buildings, construction or whatever, changes that you have noticed. 
Well, the most significant change I think is that people are more connected with other countries. It's not uh, uh, only in terms of that many of our young people are going abroad to study, but also that we could uh, access a lot of knowledge and、uh, information from platforms. That we really know what's happening in the world and、uh, what's really interesting, and we learn from other cultures, and also we share our ideas with others. I think this is really a big change because when I was very young, I cannot imagine that I'm talking with a foreigner in African countries. I think it's really a big shock for me that、uh, people at my age are very open and、uh, are willing to、uh, talk with other people from all over the world to better communications with the rest of the world. But what has made this possible? Well, I think、uh, the foundation is economic development. That、uh, China has seen a big、uh, increase in GDP, and also the overall well-being of people is also increased. And also, we got、uh, a lot of platforms, and also we have more opportunities to interact with other people. And it's also because of the high technology. We have WeChat and Weibo, right? Yeah. And we are actually interacting or overlapping with the rest of the world、mm-hmm. in a faster sort of a pace.、Mm-hmm. Do you have any future plans for the next five to ten years? Well, I should say that working for the United Nations is still my career goal, actually. But I will keep applying after I was experienced,、uh, maybe in economy. I will maybe find a job in relation to economy in the United Nations. Wen Zhang says, before he worked in the United Nations program, he understood volunteerism to be individuals directly helping others. His experience working with other volunteers from overseas has led him to realize that well-organized, institutionalized, professional volunteerism can benefit more people in a more efficient way than the disparate efforts of individuals working alone. Wen Zhang learned so much from his colleagues in the UN Volunteer Program that he decided to invest what he learned into helping develop professionalized volunteering in China. He now works for a consulting company, although he still sees volunteerism as his lifelong commitment. He says that one day he'd like to return to study and again work for the United Nations in either a volunteer or non-volunteer capacity. Because helping others is what makes him feel happy and fulfilled. I'm Manling. Thank you for listening to our program. Please rate us, because the more stars we get, the easier it is for other people to find the show. Bye for now. Thank、you